really shit. Mm -mm. Come on, girl. Mm -hmm. Ain't gonna hurt you. It's just that when I drink, sometimes I get a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, I don't want you to think I'm a freak or nothing like that, because I usually don't even go home with guys when I first meet them. Oh. Mm -hmm. But I just feel so comfortable with you. <laughs> and, hey, and that's good, girl. <laughs> Whenever you with me, mm -hmm. I want you to just relax and be yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? I told you I could get a little crazy. Yeah, you get crazy. Mm. Come on. Okay. All right, motherfucker. Let's get it on. Welcome to another episode of the Guns and Radio podcast. As always, I'm Chris Caputo, and joining me every week so far, my partner in perfect crime, hailing from parts unknown. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Bones. What's up? Thank you for having me back. Hey, again. how's it going, man? Uh, Anytime. It's going great, dude. We've got we've got some 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 awesome stuff to talk about tonight. Definitely, this is the lucky number 13th episode, whatever you want to, if you're superstitious, I don't know. And if you think 13 is a lucky number, then you're crazy. Hint, hint. That's the song we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. There's the segue. Let's tell everybody at Chris Caputo about the social medias that they can find our awesome podcast on in case they just stumbled upon this episode on their favorite podcasting apps and have never heard the show before yeah so for uh, all the our new fans here some newbies if you're checking us out for the first time we are on twitter and instagram it's both at guns the letter n radio pod um if you're a fan of the, the show keep uh, engaging with us on our content there and we love to hear any and all sorts of feedback our dms are open so let us know slide in the way just don't say anything crazy that's all no dick pics please Yes, please. I will block you instantly. <laughs> well, I think it depends and then report on the you to the, Yeah, no, I'm going to report you to the local police. You're going to be a sex offender for the rest of your life, bitch. What if, what if it's like a clever dick pic? Like they've put it at a little table with a little candle on it or something, and then there's another dick in the picture dressed up like a girl, and it looks like they're on a date, and they've really done a good job of setting the scene. I would probably reply <laughs> with one crying face, laughing out loud emoji, and then block. <laughs> i've got a dick pic in my mind right now and i've never wanted to see a dick pic in my life but i'd give that one at least five seconds of glance time Because oh, I'm thinking shit. about, you know, you go to Hobby Lobby and then they've got those little bitty chairs. I don't know what the fuck people do with those. Make dollhouses or something. And that's <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. 
<laughs> At least get creative, folks. And don't forget, you can get on Discord, which is the very top link in the description. That link is your invite to join us on Discord to talk to us anytime. We are very active on Discord. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love hearing from our, I hate to say fans, We're, we, this is not a show with fans, this is a show with friends. We are very, um, we love to interact with our friends. So uh, we make ourselves accessible through Discord and uh, we have some great conversations on there with some great people. We've made some, if, if nothing else comes from this show, if we ended it today, uh, we would have made some pretty cool friends so oh, far. that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, all of them are on Discord, and of course they're on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yep. pretty soon, I think we'll start uh, getting ready to set up our next bonus show scenario. Yeah, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll chat about that off the air eventually and figure that out. Uh, it ain't happening. Yeah, this we gotta figure out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll we definitely have our bonus show for next year. Definitely, It'll have we have to be to. next year because right now we're in yeah. the middle of a blitz. Which means yeah. uh, everybody knows. Look, we're we're fucking people like everybody else. We're just regular ass people with jobs and families, and the holiday season is coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's already you know I, in, in real time when we're taping this. It's almost Thanksgiving, yeah. and there's so much going on with the holidays and stuff like I'm going to be unavailable to be able to tape some shows. Chris is going to be unavailable as well to tape some shows. So we're doing a, a bit of a blitz to get as much stuff in the can as we can before the holidays. That way we can make sure that even though we can't be here to tape when we normally would be, that you guys still have episodes, new episodes every week uh from us that's our that's 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 the guns and radio commitment yeah something to you know you can enjoy every week you know something to get you through the work as you know a lot of people have told us it helps them get through their shitty jobs so i appreciate (laughs) that and man what a kick-ass show we had last week man with uh with uh chris from pot of thunder that was a hell of a show man and uh Hopefully you can definitely recommend us to Chris Jericho. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> With the uh, champion. We just made the list. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? We're going to celebrate with a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> and uh, what else have we got to announce? Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to you really need, while we're still talking about social media, if you're new here, you really need to get on this Discord. Oh, yeah. if, for no, if for no other reason, I'm going to tell you why right now. We are currently holding a contest, a sweepstakes, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're we're playing off of the old Dr Pepper Chinese Democracy contest from back in the day, yeah. where they that said if botched you, fucking thing <laughs> promotion. There, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, but we're doing it on a budget. We're doing it on we're doing it on our budget. <laughs> the most shoestring budget ever. <laughs> So here's the deal. If Guns N' Roses releases anything whatsoever, even if it's a single, must be a studio recording that we haven't already heard, by May 1st, 2020, 
one lucky fan wins a Dr. Pepper from us. Woo. Uh, Chris, I'm going to uh, up the ante a little bit. Oh, shit. Do tell. Included in the Dr. Pepper box, we will also insert a CD, a jump drive, I don't know, whichever's cheaper, containing one episode of this show mm. that is only ever going to be heard by that person. Wow. Damn. So we will have a special episode included inside of the of the prize package just to up the ante a little bit so that way we can give them something besides a fucking Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And I mean, we still got a budget. It's not like we can make t-shirts or anything on the budget we have. So yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, what can we do that's free <laughs> that we could include? But uh, then I was looking at my albums, and I was like, eh, not giving those away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought, like, you know what? 30-minute episode of the podcast that only one person ever gets to hear, and they're the winner mm-hmm. of our contest. Yeah. Doesn't take that good, much actually. time out of our day. Yeah. And... We can, we'll we'll review a song that has nothing to do with Guns N' Roses. We yeah, won't uh, tell anything else about it. We won't do anything mm-hmm. else uh, to give anything away. We'll just, uh, if you want to know more about that episode, you got to win the contest. Yeah, and whoever wins that, actually, I was going to say, we should let them decide what song we review, since it yeah. is for them. Hey, that is true. That is true indeed. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I you, you, you know, one before, wish, buddy. That's it. Before we went on the air, I was telling you, I know there's something I'm forgetting to discuss with you, and now I yeah. just up and spilled the beans on this whole thing and kind of put you on the spot. So I apologize for that. But that's what uh, it was. It's all good, man. Sometimes it, sometimes it makes for better, you know, commentary. So I'm always good for on the spot shit. I mean, if you would have been like, man, what the fuck? I can't, I mean, you know, I could have just said, okay, we'll edit that out and keep going. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> also forget we're not live. So yes. And uh, another announcement that we have to make, uh, we are going to be adding to the lottery after this week. We're not going to be, uh, we're not going to be doing it. The lottery is going to stay as it's been. Um, for now, till we get through this episode, because this is one of those things that's going to take me like a couple of hours to, to to update. But since we're we want this show to to, to last a little longer, we've decided than the what two years that we've pretty much got set for with the ninety four remaining songs. So what we've decided to do is we have decided to add to our lottery to our song lottery. Every solo album, as long as it's one of the original five members. So it can be Slash uh, with Miles Kennedy or Snake Pit. It can be Duff McKagan's Loaded. It can be Izzy Stradlin and the Juju Hounds. It, 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 it can be Adler's Appetite. 
it could you know what I'm saying as long as it's one of the mm-hmm. five originals their songs are going to be included in our lottery from now on oh yeah huge so that just increased the pool from what 94 to like at least 200 i think we've i think we're going to more than double the pool i won't know until uh i kind of started looking into it before we talked about it off the air and before uh yeah i brought it to you as an idea i kind of started looking into it and was like would this be doable because the only thing stopped me from doing it before with all the other guys i mean and there's some great <laughs> albums like but bumblefoot has some great records uh, yeah. Even Bucket has great records, but I don't want to do a whole episode of just instrumental. Yeah, like weird fucking instrumentals that are just like from another planet. I mean, and how 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 many times can you say, yeah, that's a, some good notes? Yeah, I was gonna say the only good like Bucket song that I like was in Guitar Hero Two. I don't know if you remember Jordan. You know, we're over here. We're we're, we're building us a, a following. Yeah. And then followings take time to build. And I feel like we're gonna we're gonna do all this work, and we're gonna crest at, at our popularity, and then we're gonna now what? For one, uh, there's a lot of great songs from all these solo albums that I've never heard. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna open me up to some new stuff. I'm sure yep. there's a few that you haven't also. Yeah, sure. And um, maybe you guys listening haven't ever given some of these songs a chance. So it's going to really open those up, too. Absolutely. So I think that's a pretty good add-on. It's going to give us a little more than a two-year lifespan, two-year shelf life. Mm -hmm. And maybe by the time then that we run out of things to do, we will be at a good closing will be you know what i'm saying we'll be done it'll, yeah. it'll be this is okay it's time for us to go yeah unless we got new gnr music then we're back in yeah yeah and let's yeah. be real i mean come on unless something you leaks if chinese democracy 2 comes out we will have officially waited longer for chinese for chadm 2 than we did for chadm 1 yeah holy sh- Almost. It's been what? Eleven years? Everybody says fourteen years on Chidem. That's horseshit. People didn't start waiting no. on Chidem until ninety nine. So yeah, they didn't, they didn't start recording until ninety seven. But nobody really knew shit about Chinese democracy till like what nine I, I don't think till maybe ninety nine. Maybe even Yeah, and because back then it was what, two thousand intentions. Yeah. So you yeah. waited in reality. Like, I mean, you may have been hoping they put out a new album, but you weren't waiting mm-hmm. on Chinese Democracy. Yeah. Well, let's be real. Right. Most people didn't start waiting on Chidem until, like, 2008 when the goddamn first commercial started to air. Yeah, when someone leaked the of the album, they said, oh, shit, we should probably release this. <laughs> it's like they yeah, the Antiquire leaks? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we still have this here? <laughs> Axel was like, that's a thing? Oh, yeah, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah, I'll work on that tomorrow. Yeah, he got, like, uh, PTSD from working on the same thing for, like, 14 years. I couldn't blame him. If he never stepped in the studio again, I mean, it ain't like he was there every day. I mean, if if all these songs that we have now actually had lyrics recorded on them, I, I, I would buy 
a little more that we actually waited on something or that uh, Axel was there every day mixing and perfecting and everything. And yeah, the more that comes out about these, the less I start to buy that story. Yeah. Well, dude, Axel's just like in his friggin' mansions chilling, and but people would send him disc, and he would call in to the studio. I guess they were like, "Change this," or like, "EQ this shit," or whatever. From what well, I why heard, why wouldn't he be? Fuck, if I had a mansion in Malibu, you fucking think I'd be doing this shit? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you think I'd be going to a studio? What? It might be. A, it might be a case of uh, get a guy that sounds like me, and hey, man, you got that thing to do with Caputo this week? Just make him think it's me. <laughs> don't forget what song like you're talking about <laughs> maybe i'm already doing that oh shit i don't oh. give my shit away now <laughs> uh. at american university we don't just hope for change we create it we don't just dream of a better world we make it a reality With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Let's do the random bit of the day. Let's do it. Yeah, random bit of the day. Roll it up. What is the non-English song about? Okay, what is that non-English song about? (laughs) This already sounds fucking hilarious. (laughs) Okay, let me get the cue card ready. We watch a non-English music video and try to guess what the song is about. And then uh, afterward, we, uh, we see if we can find the translated lyrics. So the song we're going to be looking at is called BTS DNA, and I think it's K-pop. Oh, God, no. (laughs) I don't like this stuff. Go to YouTube. It's six letters, BTS DNA. If you give enough of a fuck to watch along with us, then that's how you find it. Let me know when you're ready, Caputo. I'm I'm ready to watch some uh, weird fucking monstrosities from the great land of Asia. (laughs) All right, here goes. Oh, so it's uh, from Big Hit Entertainment. Okay, we got like a galaxy. Oh, Milky Way. So there's a lot of space in his head, is what I'm seeing. Definitely. (laughs) Dead space. I think. Is that him whistling? Are they just now getting the 90s over there? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand how this video has almost 870 million friggin' views. <laughs> I literally, when I was making these cue cards, just <laughs> went through, and I think I fast-forwarded to the middle, and then chose, like, uh, I don't know, a few seconds. I watched a few of them before I found one I thought was weird. Yeah. That would be funny. 
Okay, let's pay attention. Yeah. A freaking raggedy Andy here in the middle. Okay, so uh, I guess he's uh, a high school kid, maybe, and he's oh, okay. So now we got some pyramids and shit. Uh, so he's yeah. in the Illuminati. There are so many dudes with earrings here. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, those are dudes. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Might have let my thoughts creep into a dark place. <laughs> Might have yeah, been pretty Korean, ashamed yeah. of myself. It's Korean culture. You can't tell the difference. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucked up and funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you got? What do you think? I don't know. This sounds like a, just like a, a cheesy ass love song, probably. I got it, man. I've done figured it out. Because you see how they had the pyramids and shit? He's yeah. a high school kid, and he's also yeah. in the Illuminati. Why the fuck is he wearing a New York shirt when he's from fucking South Korea? This fucker probably ain't never even been to New York. If they just have to get on our culture, who knows? They definitely have been to New York. I think these guys like sold out Madison Square Garden. Have they? This is a real thing? Oh, dude. I don't know how like K-pop like, suddenly blew the fuck up. Because like every other week you see like... One of these freaking K-pop bands, like a trending topic on Twitter. I'm like, did they buy freaking likes and shit? And like I blow mean, I up? like Gondam style. Like Gangbang style? <laughs> yeah, that one. That one was funny. Or as I like to call it, Broken Condom style? Hey, that's your baby. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do want the sparkly Chris Jericho jacket that the one guy's wearing. Oh. Oh, is it The over? real one Jericho has is better. Is it? Oh, no, it's not fucking over yet. No, oh, it's still got like a minute. Okay, let's see. There's one English word. He says baby. Yeah, there's a lot of math going on in the background, man. What's up? Yeah. With it? Is it just an Asian thing? What's up with Asians and math? All the fucking time? <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably inspired by that one scene from The Hangover where, like, Alan's counting cards and you just see the math and shit behind. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe that's what the song is about, counting cards in blackjack? <laughs> is that your vote? Uh, it could be. It's a, it's a possible option number two. Maybe it's about doing shrooms and being Asian. Do you imagine doing shrooms in like <laughs> Japan, where all the fucking going into one of those weird ass fucking stores they have with the mascots and everything, and then you're fucking tripping on shrooms or something? Oh my god, you'd probably just like die of just like so much coming at you. Just like, how do you react to this? It's just like, <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. And it's everywhere. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like you're Anime. fucking tripping on acid and then Goku comes up and starts trying to sell you like a fucking pink Slim Jim or some shit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn around after you run away from that and you bump into fucking Jigglypuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. It's uh, At first sight, I could recognize you as if we were calling for each other. The DNA is in my blood vessels. 
Uh, tell me that it's you I was looking all over for. Okay, so it is just a fucking love song. And the chorus is, uh, from the day of the universe's creation and beyond. I guess that's why it's got all the stars and the math and the fucking Mm -hmm. pyramids and shit in the background. Uh, through infinite centuries and beyond in the previous life and maybe next two, we're eternally together. There you go. We've suffered for you. This is the audio equivalent of, uh... Jackass, right now. Uh, yeah, except is my body hurting? No, more or less, just like my soul and my my brain cells. My fucking mind is hurting right now. <laughs> I cannot comprehend. <laughs> so, are you guys still listening? <laughs> yeah, if you've tuned out by now, I can understand. But like, please don't. <laughs> uh, maybe they just skipped ahead. Yeah, or, well, too bad you fucking downloaded this anyways, so you're giving us uh, money. You might as well stick around with us. All right, yep. let's see. That was the random bit of the day. Now, I told you earlier in the podcast that me and Chris were doing a blitz of uh, recording enough shit to get us through the holidays before we um, before we take a little break ourselves to be with our families and our friends and do all the uh, Christmassy uh shit that we've got to do mm-hmm. yes, not to mention that. not to mention we're gonna have a sort of a mini break for the thanksgiving holidays because i'm gonna not be available at the yeah. end of the month here so mm-hmm. um anyway so to, to make up for it so that we're not just constantly telling you news that's way out of date by the time you yeah. hear it We've decided to add a bit for uh, the next few episodes called On This Day in Rock and Roll History. Are you excited to learn some history? Now that we've dumbed ourselves down with that K-pop shit, maybe we can uh, get <laughs> smarten ourselves. We can re-educate back. ourselves in, in rock and roll. Before we dive into your crazy here, we need, to, we, need to, we need to make men of ourselves again. We need some rock and roll, baby! <laughs> All right, on this day in rock and roll history, today's December 9th, so we go back to 1961, and the tokens The Lion Sleeps Tonight tops the Cashbox Magazine's bestsellers chart for the first of a four-week run. Ooh. So, yeah, that happened in 61. And then in 62, the four seasons sing their current U.S. number one hit, Big Girls Don't Cry, on the Ed Sullivan Show. Whatever happened to shows like that? I miss those. They're still around, but like half of them just end up being uploaded on YouTube and clip form. Well, People I mean, just like, watch them there. Now it's all contests and things like like basically glorified karaoke contests, like The Voice and shit like that. When back oh, in the day, stuff, yeah. back in the day, you would get shows like Ed Sullivan. I mean, granted, that was long before MTV, mm. so I mean that was really all that artists had. So you got more rock, and you know, I'm sorry, but Ed Sullivan sucked. The, the version that we got on PBS when I was a kid, because it was always like some kind of bluegrass or some fucking chick playing a violin and fucking dancing around like a looking like a fucking rodeo clown or some shit like that. <laughs> they, they never played the fucking Elvis episodes on PBS when I was a kid. So I remember uh, watching PBS. Elvis oh, and educational. What the fuck? <laughs> So I remember being a kid watching Ed Sullivan going, who actually watches this shit? And then later on, when the internet come along, find out Ed Sullivan used to be a pimp, you know? Used to yeah, the Beatles were there. <laughs> yeah. 
And then it's like, why the fuck didn't they ever play this when I was a kid? Or maybe it was one of those shows that's more shit than it is good. And people only remember the good shit because they didn't watch the PBS version. I don't yeah, know. when, like, icons were on there. You know. And I think it came on Saturday in Mississippi on Channel 12. Because this is back when we only had four channels. So maybe it came on back then and everything. And uh, I'm just remembering it because I always had better shit to do on a Saturday than watch fucking TV. So whenever I did have nothing better to do is when I was watching Ed Sullivan. Because most of the time, if it came down to watching nothing or watching Ed Sullivan, I would usually pick nothing. <laughs> I could dream better than I could watch this shit. I'll just go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, shit. That's a... <laughs> Damn, you're going off on the dead right now. This is fun. <laughs> oh, well, you know the old saying. You know the rule is if they're dead, you can talk shit about them because then you don't have to worry about hurting their feelings. No, don't talk too well, though. <laughs> A little bit, but not that much. In 1967, on this day in rock and roll history, Jim Morrison is arrested on stage in New Haven, Connecticut before a gig. Here's an interesting story. Jim Morrison was a fucking pimp, though. Like, that guy... I think that guy was completely fueled on cocaine. His heart wasn't even beating. It was just the blow doing all the work. Oh, Yeah. Uh, before the gig, Morrison got into an argument with a policeman who responded by macing the singer. During the concert while singing Back Door Man, Morrison told the audience about the innocent incident, which pr- uh, prompted police to turn the lights, the house lights on and uh, arrest Morrison for breach of peace and resisting arrest. So, sounds to me like they were just being dicks. Yeah. That's them flexing their authority. I hate when fucking cops do that shit. I don't ever let them pull that shit on me. Like, you could beat my ass, but I'm going to get a lot of money for it. So, Damn just remember right. that. They don't fuck with that shit in Canada, do they? Uh, it depends. Depends. Yeah, there's like 50-50 here. I don't know. I've never been to Canada. That's why I ask you about yeah. it a lot. See, in it's my 50/50. head... In my head, I'm like Alice over here in Kansas, or not Alice, but uh, Dorothy in Kansas, and I fucking hate Kansas, and then <laughs> I see Caputo over there in Oz, and everything's in color. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's them colors over there like, man? I want to know about those colors. But... uh but yeah, you say you have the police or assholes over there too. It depends. Depends where you are. It's 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 like fifty fifty. I'd say. I have a buddy of mine uh, told me a story once about going to Canada, and because uh, you guys use the metric system. Yes. And we use. Imperial. Sorry. Is that what it's called? I just. I think. You guys use Fahrenheit. Measuring resources. things. Yeah. It was either measure it or use the metric system. <laughs> either. Yeah. <laughs> You got to measure something. You don't say, is it imperial or metric? You just say, it's like three feet. What's that in metric? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me look it up. But uh, because of the metric system, he's driving around and stuff, and the speed limit was uh, like 80. Mm-hmm. And he's driving like 80. And it's like, dude, this is pretty sweet. Canada's fucking cool, man. You can drive yeah. 80 here. <laughs> and uh, then he got pulled over. And uh, <laughs> 
the the cop was uh which eighty to us would be I think ninety maybe. Yeah, it'd be like close to highway driving, I think. But uh the cop pulled him over and realized he was American and then mm. showed him on his uh dashboard which ones to use and that was all that <laughs> happened. He didn't write him a ticket or anything. So apparently this happens enough. Yeah. The cop uh knew what to do without being a yeah. without being a dick. Uh let's see. We got about five minutes left of the uh first leg of the show here, so let's see mm-hmm. what what's what's something good. What's something good? Uh, ooh, on this day in 1978, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd released their version of Sam and Dave's Soul Man under the name The Blues Brothers. Uh, that version ooh. would reach number 14 in the U.S., and uh, but the original had shot, topped out at number two. Oh. That was the spark, I guess, of The Blues Brothers. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I always thought that started out as a Saturday Night Live bit, but uh, I, I guess Saturday Night Live didn't come along to the 80s, so I just learned yeah. something I didn't know. Mm. Uh, let's see. On this day in 1984, Michael Jackson announces that the at the end of the current Jackson's tour, he will launch a solo career and will no longer be performing with his brothers. Wow, that was on this day? That was on this day in 1984. Wow, that's history making shit right there. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. Mm. Um, oh, here's a really good one. On this day in 1988, according to a poll released in the U.S., uh, the music of Neil Diamond was favored as the best background music during sex. <laughs> <laughs> Neil fucking Diamond is the best music to fuck to in 1988. <laughs> You fuckers had Isaac Hayes by 1988. I can get down oh. to some Isaac Hayes. That's what I li- love to listen to when I'm fucking. These crowds like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Casey and the Sunshine Band, Cool and the Gang. Put some funk. A bitch from behind and hang on with the heart of gold. Keep on rocking in the free world. Yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, I guess I could fucking fuck to that pretty good. <laughs> Because some chick bent over the bed, you know, they're banging it from behind. You just, like, got the fucking metal hands up in the air. Yeah, keep on rocking in the free world. But yeah, no hands. <laughs> throwing an American flag over her naked back. <laughs> this one's for America. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> Would you like to guess who was number two? Ooh. Uh... Lionel Richie? You know, you see, that's the thing, though. That makes sense. Remember, Neil Diamond was fucking number one. (laughs) Number two was Beethoven. (laughs) Da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da! I guess... Um, It gives a good rhythmic emotion for pumps, I guess. And uh, Luther Vandross was number three, and I don't even know who that is. That's a freaking good one. Come on, Luther Vandross. Okay. I'll check Where's Marvin Gaye on this list? Nowhere. That's, <laughs> that's it only gives bullshit. me the three. I got this list uh, from ClassicRock.com, so shout out to them for letting me steal their shit, unless they're going to sue me, and then I'll edit that out of the next version of this podcast that I upload that doesn't have me saying that in it, and then I got it myself. 
<laughs> so uh, I will have compiled this list myself. Um, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire started a two-week run at number one on the Billboard charts in 1989. And which, I mean, that's one of the... That's a pretty good song. Not bad. In nineteen uh, nineteen ninety five, even though the band had disbanded twenty five years earlier, the Beatles had the number one album in the U.S. when Anthology hit the top of the charts for the first of three weeks. Oh. And uh, let's see what else we got. Just the power of the Fab Four, man. Can't deny it. I can't deny. It. I think they were overrated as fuck, but I won't. I won't take away from them that they were popular. Oh, yeah, for a good stretch of, what, this whole entire 60s, basically, were the Beatles. All right, let's see. In 2005, on this day in history, uh, a man was charged with stealing more than $300,000 worth of Elvis Presley's jewelry from an Elvis-Arama museum in Las... Uh, he, anyway, he appeared in court on this day. He was arrested on November 3rd after police said that he approached a retired Elvis impersonator and offered to sell him several items, including Elvis's 1953 uh, class ring from Humes High School worth $32,000. So, I guess, oh, oh, and he had the uh, gold-plated Smith & Weston 38 special. Mm Mm-hmm. I noticed when I was pulling a lot of these lists, Elvis is going to show up in the next couple of weeks. He did make some history about this time every year. In various years. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That one's depressing, so I'm going to skip it. And uh, Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. In 2015, Forbes announced its annual list of the top earnings musicians. Uh, the Eagles came in number fifth. At $73.5 million. Fleetwood Mac was ninth with $59.5 million. The Rolling Stones ranked 11th with $57.5 million. And uh, let's see, Elton John was somewhere on the list. It stops giving me numbers after that. And it doesn't even mm-hmm. tell me who was number one. Elton John had uh, made $53.5 million And Paul McCartney had earned uh, $51.5 million. That's fifty three million more than I've made, so Yeah, yeah. I think I made a good five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh let's see. And then on two thousand sixteen the Rolling Stones uh launched uh released their first studio album, original studio album in twenty two years with uh the album Blue and Lonesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, with a total sales of 106,000, it uh, topped the UK chart. And uh, it was the band's first original studio album to reach number one. Wow. In 22 oh. years. Sorry. Oh, 22 years. Okay. It was, the first, it was the first album to reach number one in 22 years. And that's all I got for On This Day in Rock and Roll History. Nice. Some interesting little tidbits. Yeah. Make some good conversation here. Yeah, it's good to know that people fuck to the weirdest music ever. <laughs> Neil fucking Diamond. I literally named two Neil Diamond songs. There was the one that uh, Guns N' Roses covered uh, after the uh, 
the bridge school thing. Yeah, was that the don't let the sun go down or something? Don't let something? it get you down. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry, sorry, I was confusing the lyrics with the title. Yeah. And um, I couldn't think of that. I'll, don't feel bad because I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> so, but um, you got to admit, was it Neil Young or Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond? Was it Neil I Diamond? I think it was. Oh, I was talking about Neil Young. Never uh, mind. I made all those jokes about Neil Young as a Neil Diamond. Okay, we go yeah, from an, uh, uh, my bad. <laughs> whoops. Both named Neil. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Here's the difference between Neil Young and Neil Diamond. I know three Neil Young songs. I don't know any Neil Diamond songs. Uh, I don't even know the lyrics. I just know of three. God damn. And we're too far gone for me to make an edit. Did I have it right? Yeah. Let's see. Who the fuck is Neil Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I was right, I think. Yeah. Neil Diamond, uh, Hot August Night, Beautiful Noise. So Neil Young sang Heart of Gold. Well, what the fuck did Neil Diamond sing? Fucking baby making music, obviously. I'm just going to Google Neil Diamond songs because I'm realizing I don't know fucking shit about Neil Diamond. But I don't listen to shitty music, so what can I say? <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Okay, I like that song. No, God, fuck. That's a, that's a baseball anthem right there. Is that the one I'm thinking about? Bum, bum, bum. Good times never felt yeah. so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I like that song. I'm going oh, through the hockey games too, man. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? That's literally the only song on this Neil Diamond list. So wait a minute. So people are fucking to sweet. That's worse than Neil Young. People are fucking oh to God. sweet. Caroline. What year was that? 1980. What was it 88? Yeah, 1988. People are fucking to sweet Caroline and songs. I don't know. Cherry Cherry and fucking. The hell? They're sick of New Wave by then? Come on. <laughs> oh, Neil Diamond sucked. <laughs> Obviously. If he was so Not damn good, how come I've never heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> I just made an ass of myself. Uh, don't worry, I think we both did. I don't know, though, man. The thought of people fucking to Neil Young is uh, is worth it to me. I'm just going to pretend that said Neil Young, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be happy with it. Yeah. I'm it cool was Neil it. someone, so. This is a Guns N' Roses podcast, not a podcast about people named Neil who sing yeah. shitty songs. So yeah. That people in the 80s like to fuck to. <laughs> That's your parents, Caputo. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm just no. putting it out there, man. No, 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 no. Uh, maybe think, who man. knows, but I hope not. <laughs> you might have been conceived to sweet Caroline. Then, like, you know, he's, like, ramming her from behind, and then she turns around and looks at him and goes, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, thanks. I'm having nightmares now tonight, so... I'm going to be freaking haunted. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. Keep that in mind when you're sitting across the camera from, from Mama. From Mama Caputo. Yeah.
Um, I may have just fucked myself because we're not that far apart in age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a handful of years, but, you know. I don't think we are. You're in your 20s, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm in my 30s. So I guess yeah. that's more like my parents. No, no, no. I was born in 86, so I'm ex- I'm exempt. This poll came out in 88. Yeah. My parents were fucking to don't have me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were fucking to Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from the South, which in America is the most patriotic of the areas to be in. So it probably was keep on yeah. rocking in the free world. It could have been. It could have. Surprised that Donald <laughs> Trump in office, they haven't made that the national anthem yet. No, they should make the. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like T America World Police that movie. Oh yeah, America! Fuck, Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Why isn't that the anthem? It's fucking great that song. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a good one though. All right, let's get into your crazy because uh, we are we're trucking right along. We're having a good time, but uh, we Going got two songs to listen to tonight. So, oh yeah, do we, it. Uh, let's get her started. <sighs> Before we even get into the lyrics, mm. kick-ass intro. Oh, this song is kick-ass. This is the electric version. It's pretty kick-ass. So. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into the lies version in a minute. But like, mm. just for this one, kick-ass intro. Uh, that cl- yeah. it really captures that that classic '80s uh, GNR era. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so now I feel like you've done more research than me. I feel like we've got us a creepy situation here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now when it's slowed down, I think we're going to hear a completely different uh, oh, yeah. tale of the tale here. But from mm. what I'm going, you know, we got this fucking cocaine kind of thing going on. Mm. So uh, I feel like with it, maybe, maybe a stripper that we're singing about here. Yeah, well, actually, uh, I found, like, some stuff from uh, Ultimate Classic Rock. I think they did, like, a whole series of articles, like, going behind the meanings of each song from Appetite for Destruction. Mm-hmm. And they said here, as as they interpret it, um, guy is looking for a girl, one he can love, but encounters one who's interested only in a piece of the action, quote-unquote. It's an <laughs> age-old story, though typically the gender roles are reversed. Either way, it ends up with the protagonist telling the woman to look elsewhere because, in his words, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> I think it sums it up pretty nice. Yeah, that is a nice, a nice, uh, a nice summary there. 
Okay, so if he's looking everywhere for her, maybe she's a hooker. Yeah, or like just like a stray woman or something. I don't know. I don't she know, lives on man. the streets. If she's that, if she's on the streets that damn much, I mean, maybe she was in somebody else's car at the moment he was driving by that particular corner. Yeah, maybe he's into like you know doing homeless women or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because you got to think about it. When you want your coffee, you know, you go to Starbucks. You want your your particular cup of coffee. Mm. Who's to say if you're a man who uh, uh, frequents the whores that may you want your particular <laughs> whore. <laughs> I've never had that kind of money, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, you were about to have a thought? No, no, no. Go on. All right. We're diving down a rabbit hole here. I don't think we want to go down. <laughs> Which I think we can really, anybody can at least name one girlfriend they've had that they could really apply this to. Oh, yeah. Sounds a lot. Does that sound a lot like the shadow of your love solo to you? A little bit. A little tad. I mean, they were recorded around the same time, so there's probably definitely some like crossovers and slight similarities. Maybe that's why Shadow of Your Love didn't make it to Appetite. Could be. Or they just, I guess, were like, oh, we're going to wait on this for 30 years. <laughs> this was the plan all along. I don't know. I don't know. It was on that Holy Hollywood Rose album, though. Yeah, because it was originally it was originally a Hollywood Rose song, I believe. Mm, yeah, maybe a few of these were originally. It wasn't a... There was a couple of them. I don't know which ones in particular. I think we won't get into that until we start really digging into the Lies song. Yeah. I know Anything Goes was, was one of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, I think I should say, at least in my opinion, Lies and Live Like a Suicide are two completely different albums, and I feel like they should be treated as such when those mm-hmm. times come. Yeah, I mean, there could be a good point for that. So, Live Like a Suicide was released before Appetite. That's true. All right. <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm thinking he's probably saying here that, like, um, okay, so she's telling him, like, oh, yeah, you ain't the first motherfucker that's come along. Because mm-hmm. he says, uh, she said, uh, say, boy, where you coming from? What's your point of view? When I was younger, I knew somebody like you. Like, yeah, I fall for this shit before, but I ain't going to fall for your shit. And he's like, yeah. bitch, you're crazy. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> And it's pretty much outro from here out. Yeah. So, uh, that's the appetite version. The very sped up version. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which I gotta admit is my preferred version. Are we gonna rate this song separately from the Lies version? If you want to, we could do that. Let's do that. What would you give this version? This one, I'll give it a three because it's low key, like a very underrated song from AFD. So I'm gonna give it a three because, like, if this song ever comes on, I'll definitely listen to it. It's a kick ass song. Yeah. I'll probably get myself caught uh, with a speeding ticket listening to this. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'm on hard three. I, 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 I think I'm, a, I'm, I think I'm in the same camp with you. I think I'm gonna give this one a three also. Uh, I think you're mm-hmm. gonna find though I'm gonna be much less generous. Here in a second when we get to the lies version. Which is actually the original version that began as acoustic. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go. Let's check out the lies version. It's got that country kind of vibe. It's cool, man. It it sets the mood, sets the vibe right right there. It's like a nice little slow jam. You You just vibe to this. Smoke a couple joints. Oh yeah. Makes me think of the time I watched the wall sober and it fucked it up for me the whole every other time after that. <laughs> so I learned that. If you're gonna watch Pink Floyd's The Wall, guys, this is a PSA. Watch mm. that shit stone. <laughs> if you don't, it too. will yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. It feels like I'm at a party. And a friend of some friends of mine who have a band had a guitar lying around and was like, "Hey, dude, check out this song we're working on." Yeah, it's nothing like that. It provides like a, it's a it's a low, it's like a not like not like the electric one where it's like very like fast in your face. This one's like very laid back. It's cool. I like this version too, actually. There's a couple of times since we've been doing this show where it'll be a song that. I'll tell myself I'm kind of dreading this one because I don't really care for it all that much. And then we get here and we're actually listening to it and I end up liking it as I'm hearing it a hell of a lot more than I remember liking it. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those. Yeah. why they never dropped like a full-fledged acoustic album i know i would have loved for like junior to do like a, like an mtv unplugged or something just do a full-blown acoustic set 
I mean, that's still within the realm of possibility. I'm sure they've got the yeah. multi-tracks and shit. If Axel doesn't feel like his voice is up to recording a lot of this shit again, could you imagine like some kind of like stripped-down acoustic version of some of the Chidem songs, like uh, fucking There Was a Time or some shit like that? Oh, it'd be huge. I know, like, Axel, beautiful. during that, yeah. During that, like, new genre, they did, like, like some very, like, smaller acoustic shows here and there. Yeah. Which I think one of them is still on YouTube. I don't know if it is or not. The uh, Rose Bar Sessions? You're at the Rose Bar, baby. Yeah. You're gonna die. I, I love feel the like Rose this guitar session. solo is a whole lot different, though. Still good. Yeah, it sounds less shadow of your love. Yeah. Well, this is the original version of You're Crazy, and then it just got sped up. Yeah. Which I've already maybe, said already once, so. Maybe that's why so many of the Lies songs were included as extras on the Deluxe Appetite. Yeah, well, it was the re-release of, like, they remastered Appetite and they remastered Lies. Because that's sort of like the same era of GNR, I think. Did they take the crowd sounds out of the live like a suicide ones? Um, no, I think they still sound live. Yeah, because like Move to the City, there's like a live version of Shouted for Love, Mamakin. They still they still have the live shit. I wish they would have uh, just took the fucking fake crowd because it's all fake crowd sounds anyway. Mm-hmm. They're still I wish in they would have took that shit out of there. Yeah, you know, it's just a quick remaster. I think of everything. That's it. I was going to say, fun fact about You're Crazy, this shit appears a lot in that box set. Yeah, I noticed that. But so does Move to the City. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, we got, oh, here's a 1986 acoustic version. Here's like a 1984 version. It's like, what the fuck? How many times can I hear the same song? Yeah, I don't don't do the whole listen to the same. That's the only problem I have with all the leaks here lately is because I didn't want to hear. Granted, some of them I thought were better than what came up on the album after I listened to them, but I'm not going to listen to fucking 16 different versions of Chinese Democracy. I'm not going to listen to four different versions of You're Crazy. To me, there's two. There's always going to be two. Mm. Demos are demos. Those are cool to check out. And if I like them better than what's on the album... They'll go into mm. my iPod and I'll replace what's on the album. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just demos, and it's something mm. cool like for you and me to talk about. But for my friends yeah. that aren't necessarily huge GNR fans, uh, I would say um, I probably wouldn't bust out the demos for them. What do you give this one? Um, I'm also gonna go with a three on this acoustic version. Cause like I like years ago I really didn't like care for it. Then it's like you know it just pops up it appears, and I'm like oh that's not bad. And you just kind of like sort of slowly like it over time once you hear it more than once. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not gonna give it a three. I'm gonna give it a two and a half because um, I still like the sped up uh, rock and roll version. Because for me that's the kind of music I like. I like fast hard rock metal whatever and and that's uh that's more of my speed than than the slow acoustic shit 
But I mean, mm. I like it. It's not bad. I, I, I'll probably be checking it out. It'll probably go back in the old playlist after today. Cause it's like I said earlier, after I hear it a second time, it's like, I'm, I, I remember liking the song a whole lot less than I like it now that yeah. I'm listening to it again. So mm-hmm. I can't complain about that. Uh, you got anything you want to add before we uh, move on? Um, some more stats, actually. Sorry, I was just looking on setlist.fm right now. Your Crazy has been played 186 times live. Nice. Which is pretty fair. Hang on, I want to look and see. Oh, isn't it? Give me the last time it was played. Hang on. The last time it was played was April 12, 2014. Okay. Um, hang on. What was the show? Was that the uh, bridge, bridge School thing? No, this was on the South American tour. Last time it was played is okay. at Estadio... Hernando Siles in Bolivia. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think to yeah. check those. Stats. This is the same show. Yeah. This is the same show actually that they opened with "You Could Be Mine" since July of '91. Wow. Which is really crazy. Yeah. So this show actually now I'm looking at this. This is a pretty whack show. So it's "You Could Be Mine," "You're Crazy," uh, "Chidem," "Jungle," and "It's So Easy," "Brownstone," and it's pretty much the same from there. Oh, and Duff huh. was at the show too, actually. Maybe that was the, maybe that's why they did things a little differently. Yeah, it was the. Uh, yeah, this was the 2014 South American tour. So it was that part of time where Duff was filling in for Stinson. Right on, man. I miss Tommy, even though he was kind of a dick to me a couple of times when I met him. He was, <laughs> I still love him anyway. All right, uh, spin the wheel. Let's spin the wheel. Let's- Okay, we're going back to Chidem. Oh, wow. Ooh, this is a good one, too. This is an underrated song from this album. I know, man, and I don't want to talk about it too much here because I'll run out of shit to say when we're listening to it, but yeah. uh, I love Catcher in the Rye. And Very good song. When they brought it back, because it took me a few times seeing GNR live before I ever saw them play Catcher in the Rye, and I don't think they brought it back till the 2012 Vegas shows. At least not uh-huh. to the shows that I got to attend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, something about just being in that audience and everybody's hands are up in the air and, you know, you're waving your hands back and forth and go, everybody's in unison and going, na, 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 na. You know, like fucking. I'm smiling from ear to ear just thinking about it. I can't wait to review this show. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a really good song to review. Because it hasn't been played a ton live. It is like, one of my favorites. Has Slash played this yet? Yeah, they played this a few times on the Not In This Lifetime Tour. Okay, so we'll be doing the Slash and Buckethead showdown again for the first so time. That should be Slash, Slash versus DJ Ashba for the first time. Well, did Buckethead not ever play this live? No, this was the first time. Actually, I'm looking right now. It's on setlist.fm. The first oh, time it was fuck. played was when the Chinese Democracy Tour started at the, uh, the end of 09. Okay, so we're going to do Slash versus DJ Ashba, or, or is it Bumblefoot? No, it could be either one. So I'll just say Slash versus the 2011 lineup. Well, we're going to have a guitar showdown next week regardless. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, 
and we're going to be doing it with a, a very special guest. Who played? Uh, who played it on the uh, the album version? Because we can't play the Brian May version, or we'll get taken down. Yeah. Um, actually, hang on. Let me pull up the booklet here. You know what? You know what? You know what? Save that for next week. We'll figure that out off the air because we can't talk about this song too damn much in this episode because it's going to get its own episode in a week. And uh, we're going to have a great time next week checking out Catcher in the Rye. Absolutely. That's going to be a hell of an episode. I cannot wait for that. We've had some hell of great episodes lately. Oh, yeah. I think just like the string is just just keep on going and going, man. Damn right. Well, you ready to go home? Yeah, let's send them home. We will see you guys next week. I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We will see you guys next week for another episode of Guns and Radio. Peace. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.